0: Uh, hopefully, it doesn't sound echoey on this table. What? Uh, whatever. That was not. Yeah, helpful. It probably didn't help. This is the Machination Log ad hoc review of Arrival, followed by an in depth, unintelligible discussion of the metaphysics of free will, all taking place under serious duress of
1: cold temperatures. So what did you think, David? As what I didn't like, it like at all, it's not the kind of movie I don't <laughs> remember. It's definitely not the yeah. kind of movie that you like. Uh, <laughs> no.
0: I'm a fan of execution, and this movie did not execute anything, so. Uh, I shared the opinion of um, What's-His-Dick from Red Letter Media. He likes his sci-fi slow and boring. <laughs> I like my sci-fi slow and boring. And this so movie did that pretty good. So I. That's
1: why I like Sunshine.
0: Yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless no. Mind. well, that too. Oh, well, but just that sunshine. movie is slow and
1: boring. But just sunshine. Sunshine's like this. Oh, yeah, it
0: totally does. Yeah, yeah they just go and to the sun out. and put a new light bulb in. Yep, basically. Yeah, basically. That movie was fucking boring. Yeah. I loved it. But it's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah, I don't have time for that shit. My, I mean, my problem with The Arrival in general just kind of stems from the fact that it thinks it's way more poignant than it actually is. I think it tried to do that to appeal to, like, a feminine idea. It Like, this whole movie-based... Every, I mean, there's a female protagonist, it's about you know being a mother in some sense, and all of the male characters are portrayed as literal militants attacking anything they don't understand. Except for Jeremy Renner's character. That, that just sounds like Hollywood, yeah, I don't know. But, well, yeah, the feminist, feminine perspective of Hollywood, I would say for sure. I don't, I don't know that that's distinguishable. I think that's more or less redundant yeah the, this felt like a, a soft sci-fi this feels like something you could take a girlfriend to see and she'd be like oh that was so sweet and be, oh you mean from that perspective yeah no, yeah, no. no it's not an action movie yeah no sure. the the no, appeal, it's a Joaquin Phoenix movie yeah the, the appeal is feminine sure is slow sentimental overly sentimental and more of like a have you piece. seen primer yes um, that have has you seen Punisher Warzone? Zone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Primer is slow and boring, uh, but it doesn't have too much sentimentality. Not it's as it, much. It's very cold. Yeah. That movie. It is. That movie is overly cold, and I think this one tries to be too warm, mostly because they use the same footage, and that's kind of annoying. Again, I just I just don't think the movie was very well shot. I think there is. I think there's something to work with there, and apparently there was an entire book it was based on, Uh, and they didn't use, they clearly didn't use very much of it in the design. I thought the the cinematography was pretty good. Well, when they first, the the director of photography, I think, did a good job, because there are some solid stills in that movie. When they first come
1: up to the spaceship and you see the the rolling clouds coming over the mountains in Montana. Oh, and how they they have the uh,
0: tilt shift photography on the base to kind of show that, like, they're literal toys in comparison to this thing. Like, yeah. they look fake. They look more fake than the giant potato chip. And when they first go up into the uh, into the tunnel. Yeah, the beginning I thought had, like, a lot of really good intrigue. Uh, I think the very ending was total shit. And just before that, if it had ended with uh, the general from China, like, whispering to her, I think that would have been a way better way to cut. Because um, I could have done
1: without the whole... My baby gonna die, and I'm having a good time, because living's a fun time. So the most comparable movie to this is probably Interstellar.
0: Yeah, I've heard Interstellar. I haven't Interstellar. seen that either. So.
1: Okay, you probably hate Interstellar as well, then.
0: I, it's the new Nolan film, right? Yeah. yeah. I've decided I'm done with him. Yeah. Broke up with Christopher Nolan? Dark Knight Rises. And it, right. Yeah, fair no, enough. No,
1: Dark Knight Rises is not good. Interstellar not, is better, better than Dark Knight Rises. I don't know. But it's hard to trust again. Yeah, he
0: is, He good. has fully expended my... He's fully expended my uh, allotment but of um, the. The fleaway. comparison
1: is that it's similarly a highbrow sci-fi movie um, that roots itself in the bond between a parent and child. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't like highbrow sci-fi at all. I don't think. No, I don't think you do. Like I just
0: don't. I I think it's way. It's for whatever reason. I the the closest thing that I like is probably the Martian, and the Martian I like is. The Martian. The Martian's a radical exception because yeah. the Martian the Martian is defined by the fact that it was fact checked in a way yeah. that movies are never and books, frankly, are never fact checked. I mean, with very few exceptions, the Martian is theoretically possible with very little technological innovation. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but the way that the way that most places attempt to or places. The way most books attempt to do the the projection into the future really bothers me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Live demo, folks. Yep. Um, but yeah. So you've seen Inception and you've seen this, so you can see the similarities with parent-child connection with the time travel. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Not really time travel, but like circular ta- time, time being oh, a fix. understanding.
0: Um, so. I came into this with the disclosure movement thing kind of in my head, which they do touch on in the most irritating film way possible, which is newsfeed, newsfeed after newsfeed. And Um, unconvincing newsfeeds to boot. And unconvincing radio shows. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea who that radio show was supposed to be affecting. Like, she no has one... a classroom that they could have, like, had a discussion about, thing Like, I feel like there are better avenues to more locally. Because the way information is, I you guess... want to shoot a film, Dylan? No, but I would... I want to shoot a film. Yeah? This can be done better. I watched 18 trailers before this movie came on. All... all of which, which must not have... They can't have spent more than 20 oh. grand on any of them. Yeah. I didn't recognize any of the actors and the producer's neighborhood would have supplied every scene. (laughs) Oh yeah, that one. As long as the producer, as long as the executive producer at Amazon's um, movie service owns a boat, um, they could shoot all of it on location. Yep. Um, Yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot to shoot a movie if you're keeping it low-key like that. This can be done. Like, Actually, now that you bring that up, there totally could be an alien disclosure movie uh, shot here with no special effects. Uh, Because people talking to each other about the news is way more engaging, way more interesting, and it gives, like, a personal spin. Because somebody talking or having an interview on the news is not nearly as intimate or practical as an actual conversation. Which is why people like podcasts so much now. And even then, people recite things that they heard on podcasts. Like, secondhand information and hearsay is true news. Even though it's the worst kind, it's less filtered <laughs> even though it is through more people because it's more of the populist mindset as opposed to a sensationalist one yeah i think we can do this the only problem is uh my uh, my present budget for this is zero dollars okay, okay. So. well primer
1: primer was filmed for 30 grand so.
0: i think i can pull that what did they use the 30 grand for Film. <laughs> <So,
1: okay. laughs> we don't even have to deal with that shit anymore we're in the bag <laughs> they didn't pay anybody um, no, because the guy who he is basically two guys. The guy directed, wrote, started, produced, edited, cut, and pretty much everything. And most of the actors were like his friends and family.
0: Yeah. That. Yep. All right. <laughs> it starts and ends, I'm pretty sure, in a garage and a warehouse. Yep. Uh, the rest of it is on site, and there may have been a camera trick where they're looking at themselves. I think that's the most technologically advanced thing that happens in that movie. That sounds inspiring. I have not seen yeah. Primer. Really? What? No. I could have sworn you've seen Primer. No. If you hate non-linear time shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. My problem isn't non-linear time shit. My problem is sci-fi thinking it's cooler than it is. Okay, Primer doesn't think it's cooler than it is. Like, that's- It just goes Primer's into it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, it is cool, but it goes in hard and sterile. I mean, my problem my problem with this movie is that it sits around and jacks off at itself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't that enjoy lot. that in films. Silly. Uh, I I'm the only perfect. masturbatory filmmaking I enjoy <laughs> is Wes Anderson.
1: <laughs> Not no,
0: No, even Tarantino doesn't get away with that most of the no. time. Uh, yeah, I, I clung a lot to the disclosure stuff of this, which... How does the populace react to aliens showing up? Um, where does the military's role fit into it? How does... I wish they had done a bit more of a civilian thing. Um, like... It just showed people getting mad, and I'm convinced, like, there are, they show sub-communities of, like, cults killing themselves, but I, I genuinely believe that there are some people who are, like, kind of like the main character, like, hey, let's give this a shot. Like, there's a, there are more of those people than just her, and I don't feel like they get a fair shake in this, like, oh man, everybody who's not a scientist and a professor is a dumb, crazy, asshole idiot, like. Again, that's just Hollywood. Yeah. This is, I'm not, the. There's there's very little groundbreaking in terms of like stereotypes in this movie. I suppose so. We have to wait until the post Trump election for Hollywood. The mob concept to change all of its tunes and all this stuff. Literally everything and everyone is, is a mob. That's gonna affect the way movies are put together. I think so, yeah. I think that's actually going to change the way that those attitudes are portrayed in film. Yeah. And that'll be interesting. But it's going to take two years for that to show up. So And films are either a reflection or a projection of how society is or how they want it to be. So. Two years before. Yeah. Yeah. Two, year, two years in, two years after. So look forward to 2018 as the film time of... 2018's going to have a lot of strange films. And hopefully some amazing video games.
1: It's never been a better time to play video games. <laughs> We're all going to have to learn how to play papers, please. We're all going to have to yeah, read. It's not for all the jobs that we're going to get on the border. Yep. <laughs>
0: um, but, like, in non masturbatory themes, like in just the alien stuff, I really like the portrayal of language as a non linear thing, since we do technically kind of have those where you just throw words out and it makes sense. Like, that's basically how Chinese works. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if they had actually explored that in the movie? They, I mean, they tease Instead it. Instead of just it, talking about yeah, it a little bit? Yeah. Well,. I feel like. There's a narration in the middle of the film that they could have wiped 30 minutes on either side and just expanded the cool part of the film. Like, that has to have been covered in the book. If this had been done in, like, Like a cool documentary. Yeah, the the discovery of the language is completely glossed over. Yeah. Which is. (laughs)
1: Like, when they were explaining that shit, it's super interesting. Yeah.
0: Like, it's what the whole thing's about. I wonder if the book's better. Am I giving the book a chance? No. No? It probably isn't because if there was something. I didn't worth say I'd buy putting, it. Instead, of look at it. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, like i I'm just to see. mad right now because it's cold. Yeah. No. Uh, feeling terse. Yeah. Uh, it's not the word I meant, but yeah, man. Go. I can't. All right, so I'll, let's just let's just bring up how shit that ending was. Five out of five. <laughs> In shit or the whole movie? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I imagine so most... That ending made me furious. That kind of... So
1: that, you asked before...
0: That made me less tolerant of all the other shit.
1: Whether this was a good movie. Let's put it in perspective. It has a... Like, last night, checked, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, there it's fine. I movie. didn't
0: like Inside it's Out either. There is, and it's the highest rated non-Toy Story Pixar movie. It does have an explosion, so I was lied to. You were. I was told that there were no explosions in this movie. There's one completely contrived, irrelevant explosion in this movie that is kills true. Costello or Abbott. Who fucking cares? I care. They've been all right. So fun reveal of the movie. They've been talking to their dicks
1: the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, there's more of you up there. Oh, we just been talking to your dicks. Well, like, it's like, a face. and you like the idea that we're not the ones teaching them our language, that they're the ones teaching the main character their language? Again,
0: there are a lot of cool yeah. things this movie could have addressed <laughs> that are just, like, touched on for half a second. Yeah. Like, the, the cleverness of them teaching us how to talk to each other is like a wink in this movie, even though it's the whole movie. Yeah. Like, it's the premise it is the undergirding principle of the entire movie, and it's, it's almost blown off in a lot. Well, I don't
1: think they're... I think specifically they're teaching Amy Adams' character how to understand their language and think in their terms of their language. The other spaceships and everything, that was all part of teaching her to understand that, but there was nobody else who got that.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to an- analyze because there's a lot of cool shit that they brought up but didn't fully address. Yeah, the movie doesn't do its job. Like, yeah. I just don't... I, and again, it's I used to... I used is to a have, bummer because they're really exciting concepts. I mean, I used to have an exhaustive... I'm sure they'd make a great book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, I, right, I'll check it out. I mean, I used to have an exhaustive list of movies that i'd watched and i had the metacritic scores on them and i had yeah. them rated from like <laughs> one to five and yeah. i i had essentially there was no correlation between metacritic scores and my appraisal of a movie yeah. like they don't they don't line up at all so i mean by that standard you should probably go see this because you'll probably enjoy it
1: yeah. i enjoyed it well i what i also remember say so I, I obviously like this movie a lot more right. than you did Usually Most our, people do. Usually, ninety-six percent of people <laughs> will currently agree with you. But usually, our opinions align pretty well. I believe in that movie list that me and you had probably—I think—the closest. I'd have to dredge that back up. Smallest deviation compared yeah, I don't, to anybody else. Yeah, so I would. I would have to go
0: look that back up. So well, this have may no just idea. be a
1: specific genre where we. Did you like, like Inside Out? I have actually not seen Inside Out. I didn't, know I didn't like it that much. So, no, I can't. Paper. I
0: found it insulting um, to simplify a very serious concept, which is mental health. Well, like it overly simplified want. the concept of a very serious matter. But I have not. No. Yet, so. I think that its analogy is whimsical in to a degree that kind of denigrates the premise. Yeah. Um, it which has. is which is uh, I mean granted, I guess Pixar is held to a higher standard on that front, but I guess if it's supposed to be a kid's film, yeah. that's probably fine.
1: What if, what if toys had feelings, what if bugs had feelings. What if, what if, feelings, if feelings had feelings?
0: feelings. <laughs> yeah. How does Joy get sad in that movie? It doesn't make any sense. That, no, that's that's exactly what bugs Yeah and, and all I did the whole time I was watching Inside Out was think about other ways they could abstract the notion of feelings. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of I ended up with a lot of uh, photographic analogies yeah. Yeah. coming into it, which they sort of play with in the movie. Like they have, they have like these orbs that are good and bad memories, okay. and I thought that was maybe the best part of the movie. Okay. Except that it, um, it ends up being a plot twist at the end, what it and means. it's it's sort of the turn, um, which meant that they didn't really get to play with it very much. Like they didn't um, during uh, the movie itself. How did you feel about the twist of? In this movie, that she hasn't had the kid yet, linearly, I thought that was a pretty good reveal. I
1: like that. I Thought it was well done.
0: Yeah, I thought that was that was fun. That was exciting. I liked that. Um, Because of how they started being basically only addressing her, uh, the daughter, and then constantly having her only to have it be a memory that she can't have yet was kind of interesting. It. That was the one instance where they explored the concept in a cool, fun way. Which again, kind of a bummer. I really wish they had thrown that around a lot more. Um, Overall, the themes were good. I liked... People should talk to each other. Time is the real enemy, and we have a weapon against that. Like, all of those, like... I liked all the small positives, but the big positives were so overblown. Of like, LOVING DAUGHTER MOTHERS! You wanna make a baby? Sorry! That line. That line ruined the movie for me. It really did. If there's one reason to fucking hate this movie, it's him at the very end saying, You wanna make a baby? Like, that was no. so... No, man. It tied it tied the movie together. I was, You can't what? say that sweetly. No, 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 I don't not. know people saying that sweetly. You're really horny and you wanna... fucking bust inside somebody and you say you wanna make a baby. That's the only scenario where you say that. He knows. He knows. He's <laughs> rammer. He knows. He's, he's rammer, yeah. the, sure. the um... No the, uh, no, the best line of the movie is the one right before that, where it goes, you know, I've been staring at the stars. Oh, God And, all I, and the, the most interesting thing isn't up there. See, and at that point, you get to share with Louise because <laughs> yeah. you can see into the future, <laughs> yeah. if only for a few seconds, to what he ab- basically had to say, had to say yeah. after that. That was really And that just, the, the universe opens up, yeah. and you you become one with the... Uh, uh, the baubling... Squid people, just uh, for that hect- one moment. Hect- hectopods, heptopods? Yeah, heptopods. It's very creative. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. Seven pods. I was, yeah. Seven seeds Squids feet. missing a leg. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that they were eldritchy type creatures. I was kind of- I, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I gr- They grew on me, I'm not going to yeah, lie. And once you got the full reveal of them, because I thought like, oh, are they just like weird hand things? And then you see the tall bit, and I'm like, all right, you're, you guys are okay. Yeah um apparently no one thought to like look up there's a lot of things they didn't do while they were in that chamber
1: well they didn't go up to the glass i know but
0: you'd think they would uh i really i'm really interested in the idea (laughs) uh i'm really interested in the idea of a language a visual language based entirely on um inputs and outputs like uh, my brother is really interested. That's uh, the field he wanted to go in was... Um, Inputs and outputs? Well, <laughs> no, it's uh, biomechanical engineering. Basically programming uh, organic materials in such a way that they can inter- like integrate with machinery or interact with machinery. Yeah. Telescoping peg legs? Not that exciting. Uh, more boring stuff yeah. like, like if it's your brain exciting. puts out it's a reliable different similar different signal different different for a thought, idea, <laughs> or concept if it can be received by something and put into any other medium that could be understood unilaterally across the world, like, you could technically have a language like that. Because when she does the writing thing with her hand, all she can do is think and move her hand.
1: Yeah. Um, Because they're... they're Audio language isn't based on their visual. Yeah. there was an interesting. I really thing. like so that they, as an idea. They made a joke about the Aboriginal word for kangaroo and how that wasn't actually true. But one thing I've heard that may or may not be true, but I, <laughs> I remember this from a while ago. More hearsay. Uh, is that Aboriginal uh, people in in Australia uh, don't have oh. a concept of left or right? Yeah, there they have a concept of east and west. East, and west, north, south. Yeah. East, west, north, cardinal south. Directions. So everything's cardinal directions to them. Um, so that's how their brains are wired. They don't think in terms of left and right, they think in terms of east, west, north, and south, which is pretty uh, interesting.
0: Similarly, there was, I mean, there are tons of things of people can see more colors the more colors they know,
1: yeah.
0: uh, which is why there are some, basically, we invented the world orange, there wasn't an orange before somebody went, that red's different. Yeah. Let's make it a thing. Dylan, I have bad news. The sapir Wharf hypothesis, which is referred yeah. to in the movie inaccurately for inexplicable reasons, um, is a bicausal phenomenon, which means that it... Um, you look at, at it and have... While, while it is nice to have words, we invent words mm-hmm. when we need them. Yeah. So the idea that it's actually like compelling thoughts... Only matters to a specific point. At which point, if you need to differentiate between dark red and light red, you come up with words for them. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry. I mean, budding linguists. Well, getting a chronology of Midian those kind of words. Here. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the more of a repertoire of words that you have, the more like you can only think in so many paths because of the words you have. And if you don't have a path, you make one up. But. I mean, I'm going to drive on roads before I drive on dirt paths, yeah. so I'll arrive at different conclusions based on the words I know.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a theory that uh, one, one of the reasons oh, that, uh, that uh, Asian people tend to be better at math than Westerners is because their, their counting system is different. It's, like, baked into their language, so it's just easier for them to think in terms of numbers. Yeah, same thing with this, Hebrew, yeah. Um, I couldn't say. Actually. Clearly I not, sure. I, um, <laughs> since Israel geez. is terrible at math. Well, I mean,
0: they're all bankers. Uh, um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Jews. How about them Jews! Hollywood culture, anyway. Yeah. Um, keep going. No, but uh, Hebrew is based in a numerical system where uh, words equal other words. Like the mother. The word for mother and father equal together to be the word child, um, okay. which is kind of silly, but kind of okay. fun. Uh, there was a movie called Pi that addressed that, where a guy was trying to find a sequence of code that will crack the, Oh, what is it? It's where all the money goes. Stocks? Stock market. Bonds. He he was trying to solve the stock market, and Hebrew comes (laughs) up in that movie. Yeah. Um... Did, did, did he figure it out? Yeah, and then it drove him crazy. (laughs) What? (laughs) uh, He did it, and then it drove him crazy, and he drilled a hole in his head so that he could forget math. The end. You mean die? No. It, it was alright. It's like a lobotomy. He just got the he just got the math part out. Yeah, he just drilled the math part out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know, like <laughs> yeah. public school does with your art and science. Your
1: brain's very compartmentalized. Camar- camarter- yeah. yeah. Different yeah. parts of the brain don't work with each other. Yeah, There's he, just the math part. There's the science part. He had it in a vein on the right side of his temple. Yeah. And he got that bit out. Yeah. It's like the uh, imaginary friend part that Edward Norton shot out. Yep. Yeah. Yep, you can do that. Yep.
0: I mean, that's the solution. You too. If you go back into the nineteen forties, the solution for fixing any brain problem was stick a fork in there, see what happens. Yep. Yeah.
1: It
0: still works. Yep. Uh I'm they have su- those
1: electrical maps that are cool that you put on the brain? Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so the idea of a language changing that is, how you think about
1: thing how you perceive
0: the world. Uh, how you perceive the world and a language that is expressive rather than representative, I think is super cool. I like cool things. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. We you know David doesn't like cool things. Wouldn't you want to put your hand in a vat of goo and then be like, I'm thinking a dog, and then it makes a shape, and you're like, What the fuck is that? And then it makes a shape for what the fuck is that? Or that what, what feeling? Is, what does that have to do with this <laughs> at all? That's all I've been talking about. What do you think I've been talking about? I, I thought you were talking about the Superior Wharf hypothesis. No, I'm talking about a literal system in which you are able to output emotions into a physical thing. With the five? No, God damn it. Like,
1: so, like in the movie. You just, so, you just want
0: a, la- a visual language. You just want. I drawing. Want,
1: you want. Uh, yes. You want Chinese. I want the best drawing. Traditional Chinese rather than <laughs> I, alphabet. System.
0: Yes. Yeah. I want a a better Chinese that is more like the rest of drawing. Yeah. Yeah. You just no. You just want drawing. What's okay. the name
1: for a non-alphabet language system? What? Hieroglyphic, I guess, would be one, but no, you know, what's, there's a different name uh, for, uh, like... What the fuck is
0: it called? Uh, Junior- Pictographic? Pik- Pictographic, maybe?
1: Yeah. Oh, um, right in with the answer, please. So, they did tickle my fancy... that's not really what this language was. I, I thought it was well-described. I don't know. Uh, no, they, no, it was very well-described. It was just unexplored.
0: Yeah. Uh, I really got my... They got my fancies tickled yeah. at the beginning when she mentions uh, Sumerian... Because in all of my UFO, UFO lore stuff, <laughs> um, UFO,
1: UFOs,
0: um, in all that, apparently, uh, yeah. extraterrestrials made up that language, and it was the first one. They, they count to sixty. They're fucking out of their minds. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. Fucking nuts. Awesome. It's pretty awesome. Only an ET could think that high. Yeah. yeah. Um, they got it right though. Sixty is a good number. Sixty yeah, is man. a good number. It's almost as good as twelve. They well, should have Jesus. stopped a lot earlier.
1: <laughs> I mean, we use so many of our measurements are based on Sumerian number systems still. So
0: Yeah, the only ones that the metric system didn't overthrow were time, coincidence, 60s, yeah. mic drop, whoa. Yeah. So Somehow 24 we, made it in there for hours, but it's you know,
1: cool. Can't all be winners. No, not really. Earth ain't perfect. No. Yeah. Earth ain't Except perfect. it is. The moon to, is. The moon's go, perfect. Can we go to a planet where the day is 60 hours long? Isn't that Mars? I don't know. No, because no, we can't 25.
0: get to any planet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not an option. Not yet. We're not allowed I've seen back the Martian, on the
1: moon. That was a good documentary.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Except that Martian days are only like slightly longer. They're, than they're very similar. Yeah, I mean, they're like twenty-five, I think. We'd
1: have to go to. I don't think I'm not sure. Mars is the same system.
0: shit, different day, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah, colder much. day. Yeah, yeah, very cold yeah. day. Cold day, warm night. Did you guys hear that the Arctic Circle is twenty degrees hotter this year than it is normally? That's yes, and that's because that iceberg's got to melt. Did you hear and that the only there,
1: man. the only real artistic liberty taken in *The Martian* in terms of the how it affects the plot was the sandstorm because even though there are sandstorms on Mars that blow at, like, 200 miles an hour or something, yeah. the atmosphere is so thin. It doesn't matter. It doesn't you know. matter, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've listened
0: to a couple anything. of things with the guy who wrote that book. Yeah. The, the, other, the other one, the, the primary technological hurdle to the mission that they came up with, like, if we just spent 25 years and attempted to do what they do, the only part of it that we can't realistically accomplish um, is we do not have radiation shielding down. What if I told you that that we've already been to Mars? (laughs) Um,
1: Well, we have had 25 years. No, we've had since uh, 1947. If I start thinking in a non-linear language. Uh, Was Roswell
0: really that soon after World War II? Yeah, it was
1: 47. Wow. Um,
0: Well, they had fallen craft in 45, but 47 was the one where so many people reported it at once that the army actually had to compete for once to, like, back people off. So enough people said the wrong things to where things got out of hand. So Uh, back
1: on arrival. Let me go over the things that I liked about the movie. That's the only part that's going to make it in the podcast. It's the UFO talk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I did pick up uh, that book the day after Oswald. uh, Have you watched X-Files? No, I kind of fell off X-Files. So... Uh, with a lot of like <laughs> conventional <laughs> with a lot of like conventional media uFO stuff i 've been noticing a lot um I was actually worried that this movie was going to do it, which is why I picked into it a little bit. They also have that movie coming out called Life, where they discover alien life oh, yeah, yeah. only it 's life in the most simple sense it 's basically a bacteria or a parasite, and that 's usually how the modern alien movie have been going they 're never intelligent life, it's just life in this broad concept to get people afraid of the idea of life in space. Um, that it's primitive or barbaric or literally uncontrollable uh, or it just takes over. Um, which is why I was really happy to see in this there was a misunderstanding over the term weapon and then like that turned into a more interesting, like that that was the big kind of turning point of the movie where things got a bit more serious. Uh So I was glad to see it taking alien disclosure as a peaceful approach on the aliens' end and not on the people's end, because that's the major concern in the like disclosure community is people being shitty about it, not the other way around.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I aliens being shitty about it.
0: Yeah, because if the aliens are shitty about it, we're fucked. Uh, People being shitty about it's just a huge bummer.
1: I thought that this was the most interesting. portrayal of aliens in a movie that I'd seen since District 9. Yeah. Only those
0: are a metaphor for South African people. They
1: are. Yeah. But I mean, what still, movie still. isn't a metaphor
0: for something? really Yeah. I like the first half of District 9. Yeah. You don't like the half where they just shout fucking prawns and shoot guns for like 20 minutes? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was singularly <laughs>
1: uninteresting actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Fallout> <laughs> right. But the first half of that movie is excellent. Yeah, the first yeah, half the first of is fine. I like the ship. It's neat. I like the ship. I thought the cinematography was good. I like the design of the creatures. I thought the, the acting creatures. was generally good. Although the only person who really got to showcase it was Amy Adams, but I thought she was fantastic. Uh the design of the creatures is cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. Star. space. I thought that the uh recommend. Yeah, I would too. I thought that the responses of people to everything that was happening was plausible. I don't know, if you'd agree. I just don't
0: like the news delivery. Yeah, I hated the news delivery. I hated the over-sentimentality of it. Um, From somebody who regularly looks into UFO stuff, uh, I really liked a lot of the approach on how the aliens behave, what they have to offer, uh, how the military reacts to it, as opposed to just regular people. Because the military aren't immediately hostile. People lose their shit immediately. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it. I mean, to be perfectly clear, if aliens show any obvious sign of landing, I will divest all of my stock options. Oh, like yeah. that's—I don't have any actual stock options. It's the wrong term. But <laughs> keep playing the game. But yeah, I, I will—I will dump my 401k. I not because aliens will end the world, but because. I definitely don't want to be the last person to think that that might oh, happen. Fair enough. I'll all let right.
1: Trump build a dome over the well, United yeah. States.
0: I mean, by that point, you don't need money anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, if you think about it, in Star Trek, also, this is something that... Star Trek's a utopia. Yeah. Alright, so I have a bunch of, right. like, hyper-Republican people at work, and they all love Star Trek. Hyper-Republican! <laughs> <laughs> like, basically alt-right Republican people at work. And I bring up the fact that Star Trek is a socialist utopia where people don't use money and everything is just... Bettering themselves, and they discredit that shit and like, oh yeah, but that wouldn't work. That's why it's a sci-fi. Like, <laughs> no, you can just, if you have everything you need, people have less incentive to be terrible about shit. Dylan, that's ridiculous. I mean, universal what? minimum
1: wage. Yeah. Or universal they killed Jane salary. Ronberry for a reason. <laughs> yeah, they did. Now he's <laughs> being frozen for three thousand years in the future. Is that happening? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you see cryogened. I read a story recently. There was a girl who's uh, 14 who has cancer. Uh, and in, I think it's an incurable strain of cancer. Oh, shit. Asked, is it this movie? Yeah. Who has to be uh cryo, It was a rare disease, not Who has to be cryo... uh frozen until there's a cure in the future. Neat. I heard that there was
0: a Make-A-Wish where... Um, What's-his-face. His face? Uh, Vince Gilligan told a kid the end of Breaking Bad, which... Um, oh, bad. that... <laughs> a. A kid, what are you doing? It's a fucking M-rated show. You're not supposed to be watching that.
1: And B, it was part of the Make-A-Wish that he was allowed to see the show. God damn did did the same for a guy for Star Wars last year. But
0: the problem is that meant the end of the show had to be, like, an up, which totally spoiled the ending, because he's not going to tell the kid that everything just sucks. Oh, no. Like, if he gets the themes, I think he'll have appreciated it. If he was really that big of a fan, I mean, this movie didn't have
1: especially a happy ending. I heard he, he just didn't.
0: likes the drugs and the fucking yeah, I mean, born-again I mean, he got cancer somehow. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> this movie wasn't an especially happy ending. She knew that she was going to have a daughter who was going to die of cancer. And no, she, gonna she get says divorced. she's going to
0: change it all. It's all
1: going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, but can you change the future if you know what it is? What?
0: We're going to have to wait until the sequel to find out. You can watch Looper. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one.
1: Looper or, is okay. Or Terminator. What, or any other movie that has to do with circular time.
0: Well, changing time doesn't really make sense without a multi-dimensional like thing going on. No. Because if anything is, quote-unquote, written in stone, you just need more rocks. Like, you just make more different ones instead of going off the same shit. Time travel's stupid. Time travel's super neat, and I like it a lot.
1: No. Yeah. Well, um, see, my, uh, my thing is that the, the universe is uh, built on cause and effect Reac- uh, action-reaction so everything assuming that nothing's truly random everything that's going to happen is it's, already going to happen yeah. nothing's going to change that and i don't think that anything is truly random i think that we just don't have the ability to to measure Or your emotions everything. nothing but chemicals yeah you trust the chemicals to okay tell you that, that they're chemicals and i'm okay with that But. <laughs> What happens? All true knowledge is based on that one, <laughs> which, which we could not truly understand. But that comes up in in this movie. What what happens if we get to a point where we understand the underlying causes of things? That's the thing that Then super, that shit changes. That's the super no, exciting thing about alien disclosure. That's science. What would have happened? Flipped.
0: Science gets flipped on his head as soon as any official alien shit comes out. As but soon what? as FTL is proven. What? It, what? What? That's where this is going, right? No. no. Science <laughs> no, no, no. He was talking, talking about, about uh, the, we, the second you have the capacity to predict what is going to happen, that starts impacting what will happen. So yeah. right now, so it morality, a kind timeline. of everything
1: is based on the illusion of choice. Like, well, it's just recursive. We, we like the idea that we have some sort of control in our lives um, and that we can affect things. That's the have, very
0: cynical angle to approach this from.
1: And we have books. Well, but it doesn't matter, even if, I, even if I recognize or believe that my actions don't really mean anything because they are the actions that I would take no matter what I would have done in the past. It's just, it's set in stone. It's already, It's already written based on everything that's happened before.
0: That's too boring, and I refuse to believe it. <laughs> I want cooler shit all the time.
1: I mean... So that's uh, okay. called
0: incompatibilist determinism. Is it? It is. You are the As opposed to compatibilist, psychologists have no idea what any of this is. No, this right. is all. This is straight up philosophy bullshit.
1: Well, so, so to the to the idea that there is free will or choice, actual choice, not just the illusion of choice. God damn it! Fucking is in my pockets. Oh my god! You either have to believe that the universe is not truly random, that there is, or not. That the universe has randomness, so that I don't know that. Uh, um, what if I told you you were the random factor? <laughs> you and, decide! Maybe I yeah. am. So that, like, uh, electrons and protons orbiting in in uh, atoms is truly random. It's not just that we can't measure time and space. Yeah, quantum indeterminacy. Yeah. And, Wait, um, aside from... Or do you Asi- have to believe that the physical universe isn't all there is, and there's something else that gives us choice. And that's yeah. why religion is fabulous. That's,
0: I don't think that's why religion is popular. Well, no, it has a bunch, dreams, of but it helps. Yeah.
1: Spiritualism
0: is popular for that, um, which breeds uh, breeds the idea of the question I was about to ask. Do you link free will to
1: consciousness? No. Okay. So, how are those different? So I'm conscious of my actions. I know that. I know what I do. I know why I do it. I so you I feel like a passenger that. in a car. No, because I have the illusion of free will. <laughs> it feels like I'm doing so stuff. So you're the
0: backseat driver
1: of a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. So, so. Say oh fuck! What are you doing? No. So, so say you're Just watch it spiral. Say out you're control. like a say you're like a kid. You're, you're like three or four or whatever, and you're you're driving with your parents to the grocery store, and they have a fake steering wheel set up in the back for you, and you can steer on it. And when you're three or whatever age, you would use those on. You believe that the Actions that you take with the steering wheel are what's controlling the car. Okay. Dylan, have
0: you not had the free will thing explained to you? No. Okay, free will, by its very definition, is paradoxical. The notion that you have some sort of agency outside of your environment to affect what you do literally doesn't make sense. No. It it implies, because at some point what you decide to do has causes, regardless of whether those fa- those causes are strictly physical. Even if there's a spiritual world to that we theoretically ascend to or that has any dominion of any kind over the real world. Because theoretically, if it doesn't affect us at all, yeah. then it's not a thing. But if it affects us in any way, that's just another cause. The fact that you have a soul, your soul doesn't have free will by the definition that people tend to associate. And I understand that Sam Harris wrote a book about this, and caught a bunch of shit for being reductive about it in this exact way. But there is, to talk about free will in its most absolute sense, it doesn't work even, it's not even technically definable. Um, The only way that you could theoretically permitted is with randomness and the one that the the version of it that comes up a lot among scientists who are just trying to be weaselly about it is quantum indeterminacy yeah. where things could be literally random um but the notion that free will is dictated by randomness also not free will not really no. I mean you have no agency over it like the, it's the notion the notion that you can have agency outside of environmental causes even if you could come up with a definition of agency and free will that permits that, it's not really free in the same way anyway because whatever is compelling you has to in some way be stochastic, which is just a fancy word for random. Because uh, do do you not reason? And if you don't reason, are you an agent? Mm. Like the questions end up, they cross by each other, and they just—they fly straight past. Like, the entire conversation is just silly.
1: I like it. I find it interesting. And there's the idea that our whole criminal justice system—and really our, our whole system of laws—is based on responsibility and agency for your actions. It's and at, at you, one
0: at a first order level, yeah. Yes.
1: And absolutely. when you can when you can question the degree to which you have agency over your actions, that calls into question. And there are degrees, obviously. So. I mean this come this has come up more often like with uh, I guess with insanity police. Like if somebody has a disease that is measure, that is determined that, that causes them to do something illegal, are they responsible for that? Mm-hmm. But well, just because somebody a... has a disease, yeah, everyone's a creature of cause and effect everyone has something that's affecting their actions. Yeah. Well, if so somebody's it's a, a psychopath and capable of, of feeling sympathy, can you blame them for not realizing that other people are real? And yeah, like, like, we want it to believe, uh, we want to think that it's an issue, that it's a black and white issue, that there are psychopaths who have no response, or there are sick people who have no responsibility for their actions, and then there are normal people who, who have responsibility for their actions, and we can separate that and uh, meet out justice accordingly, if needed. But, when it becomes a matter of degrees, then that throws everything off, and you have to like mm. yeah. do stuff. Yeah,
0: That's as right. long as you, as long as you're not particularly concerned about the philosophical minutia, and why would you be? Uh, <laughs> Sam Harris's book Free Will does a very good job outlining to, I still this stuff. I read it. Read it. I'll have it's very to, short. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it. it's basically a little treatise, and it does it does gloss over some things, and it does make some petty jabs at Daniel Dennett for no obvious reason. Um, who was one of uh, <laughs> Sam Harris's theoretical allies back in the day. But just for the purpose of the thought experiment, um, and he uses, he, he does an adaptation of the, it's turtles all the way down from the, uh, the disc world. His one is um, that, his the, the basic thrust of the argument is that it's brain tumors all the way down. The, the notion The notion of having an agency that is punishable, the only reason why we would punish someone as opposed to merely incarcerate them, is for some sort of morally relevant retributive effect that has social good. But that hasn't been demonstrated to such an extent that it's justifiable if we can assume that everyone's environment is responsible. And by environment, he includes genes in that because that's also technically outside of your control. If that really is the sum of the equation, which it almost mathematically has to be, the concept of criminal retribution is nonsensical hmm. at some point. Now, we don't live in the universe where that's true yet, and we have to hold the people accountable. The universe. We, we have to the hold universe. people accountable for what they do because we don't have that much control over people's environments to prevent them from doing it, yeah. um, at which point the retribution may work. But there is theoretically coming a day, and this is Sam Harris's favorite stuff, is... There may come a day, <laughs> I like this one. when, well, then you would love most of what Sam Harris writes because oh, okay. he does. He basically just does ad absurdum thought I've, experiments. I've only
1: seen like clips of Sam Harris at debates. I've never read anything. No,
0: him, is so. is, yeah. I mean that it's again it's incomplete. <laughs> yeah. He is, an, he is a very amateur philosopher. But as far as as far as just taking gener- uh, general thought experiments to their like logical extremes, uh, he's very good at that. He's been talking about AI recently in similar terms, which he's perfectly equipped to handle because of the way that he talks about other things. And that gets him into a lot of trouble because for all the reading that people claim he doesn't do, most people don't read him. Most people read his quotes. And granted, even with some context, some of them are suspect. But... He's he's really fun to quote out of context. So, something to delve into, I guess. With, so, I'm assuming that in that free will book, nothing can be created. There's no creative force. What would that? What does that mean? Something made from nothing. After the universe? No. But again, you can't escape the math that all you have to do is include whatever the creator was, because that's suddenly part of the cause-effect chain. This is, this is, the, this is the mathematical escapism part. You can't escape the numbers. Mm. Like, numbers exist outside of the universe, as well as in the universe. They, they represent something. I forget what the name of the specific kind of truth is. It's, um, it's a form of objective truth. Um, that so was math discovered or invented?
1: I well, discovered. I have a Man.
0: great book you can read that covers this called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance that I just got done reading. I, um, I had that book from like 2010. I still haven't read it. I started it, didn't finish it. That's that's totally fair. It's also not. It's that's not technically what the screen is. It's just mentioned in that book, which is why I'm thinking about it. But no numbers numbers were invented um, because you can come up with other models.
1: We're all based on Euclidean geometry.
0: Yeah, Euclidean geometry is the more basic, more provable example, is that you can you can invent a set of axioms to describe geometry that are not Euclidean. Euclidean is the one that we normally use that says things like um, nothing passes, or, uh, parallel lines never meet, yeah. um, two lines only pass at one point. You can design a geometry in which those axioms are not true that's internally consistent. And in that way, all they are as an objective truth is a description of the world or a mechanism by which to describe the world. The only reason we chose numbers the way that we did, the reason why Euler's number is not three or pi is not three or four, is that the number number set that we have for our mathematics, and I understand I'm conflating integers with higher order models, but the idea is sort of the same, um, we use it out of convenience. But you, we could, we could invent systems that don't operate that way, and as long as they're internally consistent, they can be truthful. Yeah.
1: Would well, you like the mention so, in the movie that the, uh, the aliens weren't understanding our simple algebra, but they did understand the higher concept? That's
0: entirely possible. Yeah. I mean, it's really implausible, but it could be done. Yeah. Uh, so by that by that virtue, though, math was created out of a need... What created that need, other than some type of conscious effort?
1: We have consciousness. Which... We just don't have agency over that consciousness. Then what are you? I
0: don't understand. See, you have a problem here, probably because you you have, like, normal... <laughs> you, you have, like, the normal battery of human emotions. Like, I had yeah. no... Like, the hurdle from, like, we have free will to we don't. They made those both
1: fail the empathy test. So.
0: Yeah, Mitchell actually got a worse <laughs> score on it than I did. Um, but, um, like, this notion that I don't have specific, like, whatever this wishy-washy agency is over my actions, I do kind of feel like I'm just watching a robot do my bidding. Mm, whatever, like... But you have bidding, That comes from something. No, and I I regretted that word choice immediately, because even that's not really entirely what it feels like. It feels... I feel like the way that my body behaves must be more mechanical feeling to me than it is for most people. Like, I have... And part of that just has to do with the fact that I have to think very hard about when I talk and when I move. I don't have, like, the degree to which anything that I do looks natural is a concerted effort on my part. So... I already have this displacement that I think just made that conceptually a lot easier for me to swallow.
1: Okay. Um, See, I don't have that degree of displacement, uh, but I've—I mean, oh, no. I accept the fact that I'm not that I don't have agency over my actions, and I'm perfectly okay with it. No, <laughs> it um, doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yet, so. That it, so for and me, I that idea that is people. shitty
0: and boring. <laughs> and why
1: you haven't experienced anything? No, in no, no, so. no. This is the fun part. So, what does it feel like? Huh? Uh,
0: What's te- the alternative? Mostly terrible. Um, I mean... What what does having control of your actions feel like? Like everything is in the way.
1: So, you're... So, to bring it back to Arrival, if we <laughs> can, because yeah. there's stuff in this movie that is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, no, there's right total, red, total little, oh, there's, little there's, nuggets there's in there. There's stuff in it. So, you're the Jeremy Renner here. Amy Adams knew what was going to happen and she accepted it. She was fine with it, she just wanted to see the Jeremy. Jeremy Adams, when he found out that his daughter was going to die of cancer, couldn't accept it. And that's why they got divorced. Yeah, he couldn't ride the train. Yeah. He didn't want to know the ending. He didn't want to know that the act- that everything was already predetermined, that he couldn't change the outcome. Here, all thought about it
0: OK, so <laughs> who is the first president of the United States? Okay. Did you have any choice in whether you believe that? Whether I believe that? Totally. I I did search my head for like three other ideas. Okay. (laughs) Say one of them and believe it. Uh, Believe that someone else was the first president of the United States. Yeah. Who? Huh? Fucking some ET. I don't. (laughs) A consultant Masonic ET. Do you believe that? Sure. Do you believe, that? This, is of what, of believe. this is what this is—the free will thing breaking down? I've been working. You cannot on it. choose to want here. Want something? What do you want to do tomorrow? Huh? What do you want to do tomorrow? I want to read another chapter of Day After Oswald. What would it take to convince you to not want that? A greater want. Okay. Where would that greater want come from? Me. Um, okay, so name another want that would potentially outstrip that one. Pornography. Okay, what would make pornography outstrip your want to read that chapter? Wait, ref- wait. <laughs> what would cause pornography as a want to outstrip your desire to read that chapter? Uh, chemical inputs, yeah, I see where you're yeah, going there. Yeah, that's, All right, fair enough. It's, rab- it's brain tumors all the way down. Gotcha. Okay, so that's what that term is. You gotcha, c- gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You cannot know... There is, there is an origin point to your desires and beliefs that is untraceable. That you, do not, that you do not generate. Um, now, the question of whether or not you believe that George Washington is the first president of the United States, you could theoretically change that. But it would require mechanics that we could also trace by cause and effect. Even though it would be a very extreme example, you could go through some form of brainwashing that makes you believe that that's not true. Um, but we would know exactly why it happened.
1: Think of it—you can think of it this way: we pretty much think that. Well at least as far as I know, I'm not a meteorologist, universe. but as far as I know, we don't think that lightning strikes are random. In where there's. No, they're probably
0: caused by a thing that we could at some point. And
1: that's out. the idea: is that I'm we. I'm still hopeful because we, we don't know, know
0: what gravity still we know that it is and it does not why and that's also true there's still a lot of exciting stuff to know
1: there's a ton of exciting stuff and you don't know it yet i know it doesn't matter that's why i I want ets to be like hey we know all that shit so it doesn't matter that you have no agency because right now you don't know what's going to happen next that is the consciousness part of you but what's going to happen next is already decided okay you just don't know it
0: so to get not back to your it. point, you can't make a computer that does X. the computer affects it unless the computer is outside of whatever
1: It has to be a computer affecting another computer or something that's or, unconnected. Or the yeah, the computer
0: has to in no way impact the rest of the world, at which point it's of no value. Yeah. So kinda like a roller coaster. It has a beginning and end, and you might know not know how a certain loop would feel. Don't
1: until, until you Life get
0: there. is a journey.
1: Whoa. <laughs> it's about the friends, you make along the way Um. Yeah
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah alright so it's predetermined but it would take each person going on it to have wrap you read their head the, around it uh, there's no practical way to know at this point how any of it will go man
1: have you read the last question it's a short story by Isaac Asimov
0: how short is this question
1: it's very short okay it's Hattery, uh what is it Hatterier reverse Entropy is the question
0: I've never read sci-fi ever okay yeah
1: so the question is I only
0: read oh, sigh
1: reg sigh the question is paraphrasing how to reverse entropy how do we re- prevent the heat death of the universe basically and it follows people asking this question uh, throughout the ages never finding an answer and until the universe is basically dead and there's just one consciousness that was created by no longer humans but just like the, the computer. computer ancestors or conscious ancestors of humans that uh, collects all the data in the universe and answers the question and it ends with let there be light and the universe restarts itself that's why I don't read so, science fiction it's all bullshit yeah. I oh, read Douglas Adams cool. <laughs> Douglas Adams covers it all <laughs> Douglas Adams is good
0: Douglas yeah. Adams covers the every alien movie he covers the most realistic way that we will encounter aliens Earth is destroyed to make way for a new hyperspace bypass. Which is silly, because it's not how you need to... FTL. What? No, it was in the way. How do you know the rules for FTL? It was (laughs) in the way of the orbital path. Yeah, you just... You just don't... You go through it. You can just go through... You're faster than light. You think you abide by other shit at that point? (laughs) No, but that's the thing. You want it out of the way so that it's not, like, fucking up your coordinates. Without
1: the proper coordinates, we could... You're literally pushing Europa. space behind you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't want Earth in your the way. way! You're just- Alright, so if I need to go from here to here, and this is not going to capture in the audio at all... No, um, this is going up, so don't worry so about it. So if this is- So if this is space, and traveling along at the speed of light would take an amount of time, if I just... did that, and I started what used to be here, and then
1: fold the rest of the shit... Just well, yeah, that's the idea that, that shit. None of this shit in the way matters, because I'm back here. You go to point A to point B without going in a linear line. You yeah, just see, around. now... I mean, that's now, theme of the whole it. thing,
0: is non-linearity, which is always a neat concept. Uh, Everything yeah. is at once. Yeah. I mean, yeah, imagine a roller coaster that is just a wad, and it just lights up, excitingly, yeah. go So that. what do you
1: think causes time?
0: That's a consciousness. Consciousness is the fuel for time.
1: But is time actually a thing or is it just a construct that we've created to measure our consciousness and how it progresses? Wow.
0: Yeah. What? I mean a computer can only operate as well as it's hardware, so if you put if you put something complex in a simple machine that can only do so much, throw, you know, Windows 10 on a machine from 95, it's not going to run a it great. Yeah. It's not going to do it good.
1: Well, I mean, time is time is completely a construct. It's something that we've created. So is death. Time doesn't measure anything, really. No. It's... I
0: don't know. I'm I think the tired. whole
1: argument about...
0: I think the whole argument about time as a construct is <laughs> kind <laughs> of silly, given that it <laughs> is predicated... It to us. It, yeah, but the, the problem is all of the ideas that it's entirely in our heads is irrelevant because that's oh, the dear. only that's the only method. This is another Sam Harris I thing. I know it's irrelevant. If 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 the war- but but that's the thing. How if it is completely irrelevant? It's it's if the universe was just rocks, like, and there was nothing to experience the universe. Time would. Still be there. It's just that it would be all at sheerly once. irrelevant. No, it wouldn't all happen at once Why not because that's a time concept? All at once is a time thing yeah. It would a, still a, take as much time yeah, but it's condensed. It's a ball. Of no, string. it's not what's condensed about huh? it, huh? It's the difference between having like a wad of fiber and making a rope. Like, you. No! You got a bunch of. No, nothing's distorting pick out. it. Exactly. It all still happens. No, nothing happens. It all can't happen. still happens. There's no happening. It still occurs. Uh uh-uh. uh. Are you suggesting that if a tree falls in the middle of a forest, you can't finish the set? Dylan. Cause and effect is not... The tree probably feels really bad about cause it. Cause and effect is not generated by consciousness. Yes. Okay, right. we agree. <laughs> no, wait. I'm, I'm losing track of the, what the right con- The concepts are silly at some point. I bad think that time has to happen because things have a residual amount of consciousness. I think it can be there can be stronger and weaker levels of consciousness. Sure, something can experience something more than something else. Sure, but that has almost nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, if consciousness is the measure, the thing that measures time, and if all things have a conscious energy to them, consciousness measures everything. Nothing measures anything without consciousness. Exactly. So time that doesn't can't make happen it... without consciousness. No, that but doesn't. There mean, is. It doesn't occur. <laughs> There can't occur if it can't happen to see. Dylan, you're literally... You're literally answering the if a tree falls in the forest does make a sound answer with no. That's what you're saying. That's assuming that there aren't... That the tree doesn't know, man. So, yes. (laughs) I had to end that with man, (laughs) but... (laughs) So, literally, your, your answer to that question is, in fact, no. It doesn't make a sound. If there is nothing... It can't fall. <laughs> what? Because no <laughs> one's nearby. No, because it can't know that it could fall <laughs> to any extent. I, I can't laugh. It's really painful. I'm right sorry. Now. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this to myself. That's assuming that the tree is without a measure to tell itself from anything else. Man, Dylan, a tree. Probably fell somewhere and no one was there to to watch it happen, but who
1: is who is no one? Nobody can be no one <laughs> what was the, A person's a person no matter how small <laughs> What was the joke in peech where he's he's watching a race of like subatomic particles and then they measure and his His subatomic particle loses and he's like oh you changed the outcome by observing it. Yeah Yeah, exactly yeah
0: just like that i mean i don't want to get into (laughs) physics that's like saying (laughs) Alright, all right so the way i'm interpreting that question is (sighs) if a person falls down and no other person (laughs) is around to see them does that person know that they fell no it's not did they know (laughs) it's did they (laughs) because they had to don't yeah yeah it can't fall if there's nothing to fall (laughs) if there isn't If there isn't a consciousness in it, there's nothing there. All right, Dylan. All right, Dylan. On Mars. Yes. A rock. Yes. Falls into a chasm. Yes. Does it hit the bottom? Yes. Why? There's no consciousness around. You don't know that!
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> Even if it's I, residual, I, any I, amount of like oh, we've, we've got the next fixer. What if part side feelings?
0: Yeah, I can ma- uh, dude. What shit? What if, man? I'm, hey, why I'm, not? I'm literally like part of this laughter is like endorphins. Like this is so painful right now. <gasps> you're killing David. I, this is this is insanely painful. <laughs> I'm hippy dippy right now. Okay. Dylan, <laughs> I'm just trying to... <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. <laughs>
1: there's there's something... The rock doesn't know that it has consciousness, David. <laughs> Obviously. No, it does. I literally... I <laughs> need to figure out how to recuperate from this. <laughs> Holy shit. But how do you know that the rock knows <laughs> that it's conscious? What well, if I it's don't. just a lower level of consciousness? But
0: you're... But... That causality is predicated on there being con <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> So I guess. I can't argue with you,
1: it's too painful. <laughs> 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 so you think consciousness is not a uniquely human phenomenon? No. Yeah. I That's think- fine. I'm okay with that. Self consciousness <laughs> is. Are you I suggesting think. that causality
0: <laughs> causes consciousness? It's the other way. Consciousness causes. No, that's retarded. I would have been okay with you saying it the other way around. (laughs) You think that consciousness. Yeah, why not? For a million reasons. (laughs) Okay, get going. Reason number one Consciousness occurs on a timeline because there's no snapshot of consciousness. It's all happening at once. It's all the. It's one thing. No, it's not. It's not all happening at once. That's a time concept. You can't just use time to describe time if it's not there. If you're measuring all of something, you measure it all at once. (laughs) There's no other way to express that. You're not measuring it all at once. Because that's a time concept. You can't measure all of time all at once. You don't do that. You don't experience time that way. I don't. Time does.
1: Time doesn't experience anything. It experiences itself. That's the whole message here. Everything experiences itself at once. Time is God, David. There is a penultimate consciousness which expresses itself, which creates time, and
0: there's smaller subversions of that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry that I'm getting you so mad about this. No, no, no. I I, I want, the I, want that I want to be reading. I I want to understand <laughs> what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> I am okay with a po- the possibility that all motion and hence all causality creates consciousnesses in such a way how that do you, my how do you body you create consciousness what, with no, cards? that's your question. You have to answer that. Consciousness is. It just is. It does. It is and will be. Yeah, I'm explaining inherent. an example that makes it really easy. Do you think- You're trying to just, like, is- So you're saying that time is created by matter? Or energy? Did I say any of that?
1: <laughs> you're saying that- I'm saying that time is. What are you saying? I'm confused too. I'm confused the other way around. What do you try? Time. How is, can
0: something create consciousness? Time is the space of cause and effect. That's all. Time is the space of cause and effect. Yeah. So time is space. Um. In a manner of speaking, space is infinite. Uh, that may or may not be true. That's why space time. Okay. If they are directly correlated and there is a sum total, even if it is seemingly infinite, there is a total. We refer to the universe as the universe.
1: Some people are because it, it, it is an
0: all encompassing term. That's We're what ref- I mean by all there's at once. Yeah. I don't say all things that will be, have ever been, are right now, what we are discussing, the words that we said before. I just say the universe. Because yeah. it's all encompassing. That's what I mean by all at once.
1: Well, that's one thing.
0: Universal. Okay. So when you say all at once, you mean universal all. All you mean all yes. Not all at once. You mean just all yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad that clears. Okay, we've just we figured out. No, I still but I still haven't you because it's kind of okay. So so your version of you want to just bring this back at your house? No, no. no, no. This is making me angry enough to actually (laughs) want to pursue it. So consciousness in your mind is self-generating? Yes. Okay. So that requires no explanation. That's boring. Where did you want to get to? Steve. I think it's fun.
1: What do you think of multiverse theory?
0: I think it's... I think oh. that's where other consciousnesses come in.
1: Mm, no. Well, I think the idea is that uh, it's that our universe has certain universal cons- constants that we measure. That we there are laws. About. And the multiverse theory is that... There's an infinite number of universes with an infinite number of Lots. universal constants.
0: Yeah. And then it's just the one that's that we just fun. to be in. Yeah. I don't like that. Instead. I think it's, that's super fun. I prefer what I was talking about, where you had it fucked up backwards. Where, where you're a terrible, where, helpless where, patient in a diabolical machine. No, that's lunging towards I, that. I mean that's that's certainly true. <laughs> what I'm talking about is
1: that's a, too much. A, of a more rumor.
0: theoretical. I mean, yeah, but so is everything. Yeah. So the. Um, I don't want to put up with that. Though. So just don't. No, just I don't put
1: bad. up with it. You have free will. See what's interesting about <laughs> this multiverse theory is that this typical idea you get of parallel universes from things is that there's a universe where different things happen. So there's like a different version of you. That's something. only. And there's and that's, a chair over there. It's and I. I mean, like that could be true, but. The idea with it just being that there are different universal uh, constants for the different universes doesn't mean that there's a version of you that's somewhere else. It means that there's a universe that's completely different just because it has one little thing that works slightly differently than this universe works.
0: I don't like that theory because it doesn't make any sense.
1: No, it's just
0: too exciting and fun. No, it's not. It's not interesting and fun. It just means literally everything. Yeah! That's not fun. Literally everything's fun! No, it's not. Everything's fun, David. So here's my version of literally everything. This is where the causal consciousness connection comes in. The three Cs. Everything that happens is an instance of consciousness. And... If there's a continuity to that causality, the consciousness persists. So, in your body- So it can... consciousness exists- Shut up, Sorry. I'm explaining this. I'm trying. So, in your brain somewhere, theoretically, there's the consciousness that you are lying to me projecting at my face right now. <laughs> where you are perceiving what's happening to me and to yourself. But, just adjacent to that, there's another consciousness in the cell right next to it. Because there's no reason to differentiate between the consciousness that gets control of your eyeballs and most of your bowel movements. Um, There's no reason to believe that that's the only one in your head. Um, Since the origin of consciousness is permanently mysterious anyway, that's the hard question of consciousness. Nothing can theoretically prove to us that it has consciousness. That's why we need to watch that movie Split. Why, what happens in that? Huh? Didn't you see it was going to be Psycho times twenty?
1: Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, No. So we just need to to follow it up with that, man. No,
0: this is substantially more personalities than that. So, when you rock the chair, that creates a system, and there's a consciousness to that system. Okay. Okay. Every association between any two things creates a consciousness. And the degree to which that consciousness persists has to do with the retention of the association. So, um, cars have consciousness, wheels have consciousness, traffic has consciousness, uh, planetary systems have consciousness, because they are all, in some sense, aware of the connection between yeah. I mean, themselves. you're a system yep. working that way. And though they can't see or smell, they have ways to understand the position of things. But because they have no influence on that, kind of like us, aha, aha, pulling in the free will argument, it only feels that way. Uh, There's no reason, given that we don't really know what does and does not have consciousness, we can readily assume on the evidence we have of nothing else that literally everything has consciousness. But that's no fun. It's a lot easier to just assume that only white people have consciousness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As we have for Hoping many millennia. Hollywood uh, principles. That did bring up something that I've talked to people before about of uh, the uh, what I I don't know the official term but I just refer to it as the god body. Where... The Gabi? The Gabi. <laughs> Um Like I don't like the idea of a separate independent god. Like the idea of Specifically, a white bearded dude in the sky dictating things who claims to be all powerful. Um, the fact that that would need a form seems arbitrary. And no, he just has a form. Just so it's more th- aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Well, to being all to th- white people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but being all things, like
1: God created white man in his yeah. image.
0: But, but, if
1: and white woman, Yeah, just on man. Yeah, but white but the woman idea that and white man's image. God
0: yeah. is all things would just mean that he's all things, and that's just kind of an end state. Again, that's just the end. There is all. Um, that's just
1: atheism. No, I think that's theism, right? That's no, the is a weird dumb So thing. that
0: interaction of things, but becoming yeah, consciousness, becoming okay. time, um, is exactly how you work. You don't think of each individual cell in your body. You don't think of I do now. the bowel system. Stop. <laughs> you don't think of your bowel movements and stuff. A lot of it seems automatic because it exists in its own system working together in a larger system, creating a body, which, I mean, if you look at our larger scale, uh, geographical, um, phenomenon, they always, like, you always see those pictures on Facebook of, oh man, nerves look just like, uh, universes and or galaxies and shit like that. Um, if you apply enough colors, yes. Yeah. yeah. If you apply enough colors, yes. um,
1: Imagine if we use the other ninety percent of our brains.
0: That's a dumb fucking thing.
1: <laughs> it's just sitting there, wasting space. It's uh,
0: like a. <laughs> it's not like a computer. It's all part thing. of God's plan. It's you can't use that part. He needs that. When you unlock it,
1: you get superpowers. It's yeah.
0: I hate that concept. But That's one hundred
1: kind of wrong. We do use lot of brains.
0: Yeah. No, you use it. You <laughs> use one hundred percent of your brain, just not all at once, because that would be fucking dumb. You shouldn't do that. Why? Imagine if you could overclock your computer like way too fucking much. <laughs> Holy shit! How many things could your computer? Oh god! <laughs> that's, why. That was, that's limitless. Yeah, that I movie. That movie. I fucking hate Limitless. Yeah, did did that limitless. movie. No, then, I like. That- even the like larger social construct message of that is. Do drugs, you'll be better. And if things go wrong, do more drugs. No, see, I like Limitless because Limitless. I didn't like Limitless. <laughs> Limitless. Not like, not like like as in, oh, well, this is a good instance of oh, no, it's it's so it's cinema. I like Limitless because it is, and the show apparently does exactly more of this. Um, I can't believe it's, it's someone yeah. thought, someone not terribly smart. Sat in a room for about thirty-five minutes thinking about cool stuff they would do if they were smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you saw that book cover, right? And then, they, and then just made a movie about it. That's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. yeah, hold on. It's it's the if I had a million dollars of movies. It's uh, no, it's the uh,
1: that one. Picture. There are many things that bothered me about that movie, and I can't remember right <laughs> them off the top. Oh, of Oh,
0: they're it. all it's, it's movie stupid, but yeah. it's a no, like the social implication of that movie, the. Actual things that happen in it are dumb. Uh, I'm trying to get the book cover that just describes that movie instantly. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Someday you'll be smart. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Uh, Just that movie. Uh, Someday you'll be smart. (gasps) These kids' books are harsh, man. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Brutal. Stupid piece of shit. (laughs)
1: I gotta get back. Yeah. I, for one, think that we should all go on
0: this podcast. What? <laughs> no. I don't know. Use that as the cover. Oh, there's a theme. One day you'll be smart. Oh, goddamn, everybody else.